Hi, this is uh, Coin Social Podcast, and today we're having a special host, Holly Ellen Stockley, if I pronounced your surname correctly. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Okay, okay, fine. Hello, Holly, yet again. Hi. <laughs> uh, really um, nice to hear from you, nice to have you today here. Well, I think we can start over with a small presentation, like tell please a little bit about yourself, you know, the, the usual stuff like occupation interests, like something fun might be, so that our listeners then know with whom we're talking here. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm Holly and my actual occupation is an aesthetic practitioner. So I do like semi-permanent makeup, eyebrows, eyeliner, lip colour, that kind of thing. And I also do like advanced facials. So that's what I actually do as an actual job type thing. And I'm also oh. self-employed, which is quite good. I've only been allowed back at work for about two months. So it's just crazy with booking. Oh my god. It's like you have so many different interests. Like you're, you're into <laughs> cryptocurrencies, but your actual job is a whole different thing. It's so it's so great yeah. actually. Yeah, it's so interesting. Yeah, no, a whole like completely different um subject matter. Like loads of people, whenever I talk about crypto, they're like, as if you're into cryptocurrency, like and finances and stuff like that, they just they never ever think that I guess anyone kind of working in like beauty would be interested in that well that's a huge stereotype i think actually there are many stereotypes about crypto like um as this is a man-dominated industry mm-hmm. then women in this industry are sometimes clearly um seen as someone who might not be interested in it at all but that's not true so yeah it's, it's really great to have uh, let's say um such a multifaceted person such a such an interesting woman here when we do the podcast <laughs> thank you yeah, yeah. when did you actually got involved into crypto space and how why this is a very interesting thing as you know your job is supposed to be revolving around other things so i originally kind of started looking at like crypto and bitcoin and stuff and became aware of it probably about two years ago and i didn't really understand it i just kind of was like oh there's this new coin out there that isn't real but you can buy and trade and like, i didn't really know much about it and then i didn't actually start to focus on it until march last year when obviously we got put into lockdown and i couldn't do my normal job and i was like okay like i've got loads of time on my hands why not just use that time to explore this new kind of world that I find quite interesting and just see see where it goes and yeah it just kind of that's when that's when I really started to yeah get into it and be like okay I find this really interesting and I found it a lot more exciting than just like normal stocks and I think stocks have quite like a old-fashioned kind of connotation to them um, whereas crypto is is like this fun new like thing on the market kind of thing even though it's not that new it has been around for years it's only sort of now that I think a lot more mainstream people are getting into it yeah actually you're, you're pretty right about the stocks and the um, old-fashioned connotation is what I hear from all over the place especially in social media and especially now because this year has been crazy about crypto and like mm-hmm. everyone's really hyping about this everyone uh, is creating blogs I don't know it's just 
so many things happening in this field. And seems like in a year time, you got to know this so, so good that you've even <laughs> managed to, to write a whole book about it. It's so great, actually. <laughs> um, but first, uh, let's talk about your blog. Was it like an instant decision to make it or like were you planning to be a blogger or it just happened like you decided to explore and then suddenly just share your thoughts somewhere? Yeah, like it it really wasn't planned at all. I think originally I like created the kind of social media aspect like blog and Instagram and everything because I almost wanted, I guess, like an online accountability partner with just complete strangers. And it was kind of like a space where obviously none of my friends and family were like friends with me or knew that I was really doing oh. it. Yeah, and and I I kind of wanted like a new a new secret place almost where you could kind of I guess explore new things that people don't associate with you. Going back to looking at what people do stereotype you as, I think when you work in like the industry that I'm in, people almost put you in this little box and they think like they work yeah. in beauty, like they haven't got much of a brain. And then you've got the whole like female aspect of that as well. And like originally I was completely anonymous on it, didn't have my name or anything on oh, okay. there. Okay. And then gradually I've kind of opened become, up yeah. yeah, become more personal with things and sh- shared a bit more and I'm not worried now if like my friends or family want to go find it they can read it and do whatever they want like that's fine to me now but yeah originally it was kind of like just this like safe place that I made where only I could kind of go and then just reach out to people like yourself and just have kind of conversations about things that I you know wanted to without people judging you oh that's so nice actually you know it seems like a pretty common story to me when people are just really in need of a safe place online where they can share their thoughts without actually um, sharing them to their family and friends who might judge because yeah especially crypto is such an ambiguous thing in minds <clears throat> of many people and when you suddenly just turn to it or after working on a completely normal job then it, it might yeah. seem a bit strange or even your family can judge you for that yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so, so, so it seems like a really inspiring idea actually that you like little by little step by step opened up to your audience and then uh, suddenly came up as a really good specialist in the fields, let's say so. So what was your idea, mission, vision? Basically, we kind of discussed that, but I think it gradually developed and now you have a bit other idea and mission of your blog. Yeah, like originally it was just somewhere for me to kind of share like my journey and and kind of document like how I started off, what I started off with, like in terms of like my trading part and all that kind of thing. And it was also a place where I could document what I was learning about, you know, or all the new things that come with crypto and all the new words and what everything means basically. And yeah, then it kind of grew into a place that I could use it as a platform to obviously help other people get into crypto and understand what things were in like a more simple and kind of broken down format. Because I think one of the problems with just like the financial industry in general is it kind of puts itself into this category where people they use so much jargon that people kind of get overwhelmed really really easily yeah, and I think sure. with crypto especially people are like what is this like how can it be a currency but it doesn't actually you can't hold it in your hands you can't like yeah. do anything with it like that and I think 
people sometimes when they're so overwhelmed with something and obviously it's not explained in basic terms that's when people are like oh do you know what like it's probably a scam it's not worth knowing about and they kind of just back off from it completely and so that's why I think I wanted to build somewhere that people could understand stuff on like a really simple level and be like okay like this does make sense and when you break it down like anyone can do this yeah this yeah actually uh, as for me as I, I started over in crypto really um let's say a couple of months ago and when I came to this industry I was like really overwhelmed as you said because so many mm. things to know so many stuff to discover and actually even if you're very interested at first your head is just blowing up because it's, there's mm. too much to see into that. well yeah and the thing is as well like I mean the media does not help at the minute I mean the amount of positive stories that you see compared to negative is just like negative massively outweighs any kind of positive media that you'll see on bitcoin especially at the minute like they're, they're just, as soon as we have a crash it's like oh my gosh everything's like going down it's not worth anything it's a scam blah, 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 blah. I think then obviously people who are a bit skeptical of it anyway as soon as they read something written by a mainstream newspaper they're like oh well that must be true and they back off even more yeah they need some support and opinions too because media can be um, sometimes too skeptical about these things so basically you just want to share a healthy outlook of crypto yeah is it difficult for you to gain audience like um do you promote your instagram in some way yeah do you make collaborations often or this one is just like a seldom thing to do <laughs> <laughs> no so you are my literally first collaboration oh, which is amazing it's nice, nice to know this actually I am, yeah that's i'm so glad also it's like kind of a novel experience for our project too Mm -hmm. uh, let's say to to get into so deeply involved co collaboration skills yeah we had some bloggers writing articles for us but we never done we've never done a podcast and actually <laughs> we've never been communicating so much yeah so this is also also a great and nice thing for us <laughs> yeah yeah no it's amazing and I think like in terms of building an audience I mean I'm definitely you do not have a large following by any mean I'm I'm kind of in the 900s at the minute I'm like desperately trying to get to the like 1000 mark um but I think one of the problems is there's so many like um scammy Instagram accounts yeah and sure. you get you don't get like pure engagement a lot I think that's quite hard and one of the things actually that I kind of commented on the other week on my Instagram was I was part of this engagement group which they're quite common on Instagram and basically you kind of go on there when you've posted a picture or a video you like tell the other people in the group that you've done it and they go and then like your picture and stuff and when I first kind of joined this space, it was a good way of obviously gaining followers and um, reaching sort of new people that you wouldn't have done before. But then it became like some of the engagement groups were really like bossy and quite like, if you don't do this and you're not on social media and you're not active and doing this and, and following these rules with liking this post and sharing this post and doing that, then they literally kick you out of the group. And I was like, people don't live on social media. Like, it isn't healthy to live on social yeah, media. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and so I think when someone comments on your post, it should be because they want to engage with you. Like, they want to have yeah, a conversation. Totally. They, they want to, like, yeah, like, you, you, I mean, you wouldn't just go up to a random stranger in the street and kind of, like, high-five them or, like, 
give them a fire emoji like and it's it's the same kind of concept like if you wouldn't do it in real life like why why do it on social media and I think sometimes it's almost better to have no engagement or to have just like a a couple of amazing people who really have kind of read whatever you've posted and believe or just enjoy what you've created content wise it's much better to have just like one or two people to engage with you than having like 60 who literally are just like giving you a weird emoji that doesn't even correlate to what you what you've written sort of thing yeah or some sort of those bots like a lot oh of my gosh bots. yes yeah, the it's... bots yeah they're a nightmare aren't they and they're like oh we've turned this much into this much with this person give them a shout and you're like okay delete (laughs) yeah sure thing this is just awful especially when you use when you use hashtags it's like i actually was quite surprised that hashtags still work on instagram and they really can bring you some more likes and even followers but then the downside of it those bots because they also can find you or whatever however this um let's say Instagram algorithms work, but with the hashtags, I think you're probably more exposed to bots and stuff like that. Yeah. And people being like, oh, share it with this person and DM them. And you're just like, oh, Yeah, you should promote it there or there or somewhere else. (laughs) Like, oh, oh, thank you. I can decide on my own where to promote it. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, no, I'd say like building genuine engagement, a lot of it is about kind of when you follow people, following like genuine accounts because I think if you follow loads of like spammy meme type accounts then that's all you're gonna get yeah it's actually a problem when I do following I double check on the accounts to see um let's say how legit they are in terms of the engagement and followers and stuff because yeah sometimes it's just like you follow one and then you get 10 in a row bots following you back and you're like no please (laughs) where where did I do wrong (laughs) yeah um great so um do you have any like really exact plans for this blog or is just like let's see how it goes um yeah just kind of see how it goes I mean at the minute I'm working on um my website which will be like another platform where the book will be but also I want it to be a kind of again like another safe place where people can find information and know that it's not got anything attached to it. Like it's not salesy. I'm not trying to sell them anything. It's like a genuine place where they can go to either, you know, join up with affiliate links and stuff because you get way more if you sign up to certain trading websites and stuff. If you sign up through somebody, you, the amount of bonuses that people get is is crazy. Like I don't actually get anything, but you guys get like loads. Um, and I think it's having a place where people can like go and know that like that site is genuine as well and that you're not just trying you're not like selling anyone anything you know because you don't gain anything from it so yeah just creating again like a safe like trustworthy space where people can go and get information like latest crypto news all that kind of thing and yeah without the opinions because I think a big problem we have as well is you have these big YouTube like influencers in crypto And they do these adverts, which are like basically clickbait for, they put like worst case scenarios as their YouTube video headlines. I don't know if you've seen those. And like, they'll be like, Bitcoin's going to zero or like Bitcoin's going to 500,000 or something like ridiculous that people click on, obviously just so that they can get the views. And I think sometimes they kind of add fuel to the fire with stuff, especially with media, because it makes you not 
want to be part of that industry or believe it because people are just kind of using it to like make money for themselves kind of thing as opposed to actually helping people that's the point actually when i researched some info about let's say some coins um like newly baked coins obviously there's not so much information in the media because it takes time to analyze and post something over but then you go to youtube where it's really easier to post something and there are like billions of videos and you don't know whom to trust because these are just mm-hmm. basically um people you see the first time and then you just click really the random one which has the most appealing or the most yeah the most clickbait <laughs> title and you sort of get this um unobjective outlook of the situation because this person is obviously just trying to hype but yeah exactly and and i think that's like a big problem because that's where the sort of almost the volatility comes in with a lot of stuff because People are like, oh, crypto is really volatile. And yeah, it is. But obviously a lot of it is down to being influenced by things like what we talked about in the article, you know? Yeah, yeah. Sure thing. It's actually um, a pretty common thing when we are trying to get to some, let's say, collaborations with the coins, which we list. We normally can just text them like, hey, um, we can make, let's say, a tweet about you, about your list in our platform. And... Would you be so kind to reblog it just like to increase some engagement? And the coin, many coins are actually really afraid when you do this and they set you strict guidelines like please just don't talk about our price. You can talk about any metric, social engagement, Twitter mentions, but please don't talk about price because it could be a speculation or anything. Just like mm-hmm. they are afraid themselves of anything that could barely influence their, let's say, reputation or... Um, their yeah. metrics and this is partly because of those bloggers who are trying to hype with the help of the coins and their volatility that's just sad sometimes actually I would say well yeah and you the thing is like when you're trying to find out genuine like facts and information on a coin if you're going to somewhere like who has basically like drawn you in through clickbait I mean you don't know what investment they've got in that coin in order to like promote it you know because they don't obviously have to be transparent with that so I think yeah it would just be nice to have a place where people could be like okay this is like a fact there's no denying what this piece of information is there's no kind of hidden motive or agenda with it like this is what it is kind of thing you know On the post-production stage, we decided to cut this podcast into several parts, because it came out too large. Our talk with Holly was very intense, and actually we've talked for an hour. That is why there's going to be several episodes of this dialogue. Thank you for your time, be waiting for the next parts, and stay tuned.